Beloved, you are about to listen to a message from Reverend Prince Lai. Reverend Prince Lai is the head pastor of Rescue World Chapel International and the lead evangelist of Christ the Healer Gospel Campaign. He has a dynamic teaching and healing ministry with miracles, signs and wonders that has affected and transformed many lives. And now, the voice of Christ. two hands and begin to love the Lord come on love the Lord give him glory give him praise lift up your voice where you are standing celebrate the Lord love him 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 let your fire fall tonight let your presence fill the place lord fill our hearts oh god pour yourself out unto us lord speak in the language of the spirit Speak in the language of the spirit. Speak in the language of the spirit. Rakadu zedele, ribadu zedele, manu shana reme, rimanu shene reme dele mene. your two hands together for the Lord celebrate the Lord you are clapping for Jesus you do that better you get a reward hallelujah tonight your life will never be the same can I hear an amen take back your seat shortly hallelujah dealing with the spirit of leprosy Put your two hands together for the Lord. Dealing 
with the spirit of leprosy. Everyone say, dealing with the spirit of leprosy. How many of you know what leprosy is? Or when we say someone is a leper, you have ever seen a leper before? Someone suffering from leprosy before? Amen. Oh, amen. Second Kings chapter 5 verse 1 to 15. Second Kings 5, 1 to 15. Hallelujah. Second Kings 5, 1 to 15. Now Naaman, I want us to read all of us. So I want to hear your voice. One go. Now Naaman, captain of the host of the king of Syria, was a great man with his master and honorable. Now take notice of the description of Naaman. Take notice of the description of, of, of Naaman. Don't forget it. Because by him, Jehovah had given victory unto Syria. He was also a mighty man of valor. But he had a problem. He was a leper. Amen. Oh, amen. And the Syrians had gone out in bands and had brought away captives out of the land of Israel. A little maiden or a young girl. And she waited on Naaman's wife. She served Naaman's wife. And she said unto her, Mistress or madam, would that my Lord were with the prophet that is in Samaria, then would he recover of his leprosy. If my master would go to Samaria, my hometown, there is a certain man of God there. When he prays for him, he is going to be healed. Amen. Oh, amen. Let me explain what we have read so far. Now, from the beginning, the Bible started explaining concerning a certain man by name Naaman. Say Naaman. And the Bible says that Naaman was a great man. A great man. The captain of the army of Syria. And listen, by that time, Syria had conquered the world. Like the way other times you saw Nebuchadnezzar and Babylon conquering the world. Other times it was Pharaoh and the Egyptians conquering the world. There was a time around this time when Elisha was alive or Elijah at the other time. The, the king that had conquered the world was the king of Syria. Amen. And he was able to conquer the world because he had this army general who was fantastic. Who was a great man. Who was a great warrior. The Bible says that the king was able to conquer the world because of this man. That means that the secret of his conquest was this particular man. I pray that may your company, your businesses, wherever you work, may they succeed because of you. May you be so important to the people who you are working for. That is the secret. It makes you very special. And the Bible says that even though he was honorable and was a conqueror, and had conquered nations for his master, he had a problem. And his problem was leprosy. And leprosy is a type of disease that when you're infested by it, it can eat all your, if it catches your fingers, it will eat up, it will consume your fingers till it becomes like one ball of hand, like a blow. As though someone is chewing it. Leprosy eats and consumes. 
if you have leprosy on your leg, you shall never have it. May the devil have it. If someone has leprosy on the leg, with time, it eats all the toes. Eats all. Then you see that it's, it's as though the toes have been chopped off from the leg or from the foot. And so, according to what we read, this king had this general who through him had conquered the world. But he had this problem called leprosy. And the leprosy, and you see, the, the fantastic thing about this was that even though the devil put leprosy on him, the devil still couldn't stop his conquerors. Do you get it? Even though the devil managed to put leprosy on him, it still could not stop him from conquering the world. And you see, that is what sometimes the enemy does. He tries to attack you in one area of your life, tries to attack your finances, tries to introduce leprosy in maybe your spiritual life or in something about your life and expects that that will bring you to an end. But even when they expect that you come to an end, they still see you progressing. May that be your story in Jesus' name. No matter what the devil seems to have placed on your life, may you still move upwards. May you still move forward. May you still keep moving forward. Hallelujah. That was the story of Naaman. The Bible said that even though he was a great man, he had everything, yet he was a leper, suffering from leprosy. And so it means that the leprosy couldn't stop him. I pray that whatever the devil would tempt you or attack you with, may it never stop you. Your amen could be louder than that. And then the Bible said that in one of their battles, they fought against the children of Israel and they won. And so they carried slaves from Samaria, which was the capital of the northern part of Israel where Elisha and Elijah came from, and Ahab and Jezebel. That is the place where they came from, not Judah. And so the Bible says that they carried this small girl who, was, who became a slave. And she fortunately found herself serving this army generous wife as a slave. Then she said to the madam, if only my master, your husband, would go to my hometown where you picked me from. There is a prophet there by name Elisha. He will pray for him and he will be healed. Amen. Now, the Bible says that this man listened to the advice of the young girl, which I'll come back to, and then went to see the king. The king asked him to go and then meet with this prophet. The long and the short story is that he met this prophet. And when he met the prophet, go to verse 8. So he met with Elisha. And when he met with Elisha, the Bible says that Elisha, instead of Elisha coming out of the house to come and minister to this general, you see, he's a big man. So he's expecting that, oh, when a big man comes, you will come and then minister to the big man. But Elisha stayed in his room and sent one of his young prophets or pastors that go, that is Gehazi, you all know him. Go and tell him that he should go and then dip himself in the Jordan, which is the river in their town or in their village, 
go and dip yourself in the Jordan River seven times and your leprosy will go. And then the army general said, ah, who does he think he is? I've traveled from far. By the way, you don't know, I've conquered your, your city and carried your children as slaves and I have come. That I've heard of your exploit. Just pray for me so that I'll be healed of the leprosy. And you, you even come out to look at my face. You see, anytime you are operating around the man of God, be very careful because you will have a reason to be angry and lose your miracle. Tell the one by you that anytime you are around a pastor or your spiritual father or a prophet, be careful because you will do something. Something will happen for you to be angry. Yes. Did you hear what? what, what? <laughs> yes. A lot of you have had issues that you should have been angry. Some of you were secretly angry. You've recovered. Some of you, maybe you have not yet recovered. I advise you to recover. <laughs> because it's against your own miracle. You will get nothing. You see, this guy had an encounter with a prophet and couldn't interpret the movement and the behavior of the prophet and almost became offended. The Bible says that he turned and said, who does he think he is? <laughs> if he even gets angry, you arrest him on top. But he decided to just leave him and go back home. But the Bible said that as he was going, then one of his servants whispered into his ears, Oh God, if when we had come, this man said, bring whatever thousands of dollars, uh, pay this, pay that, do this, do that. If he had mentioned powerful things, I'm sure that you would have done it. But when you came, all he said was that just go and swim in a Jordan. Just enter and come out. No man, you don't pay anything. This is the, the least thing that, but you see, you came with your own expectation. Came with your own expectation of how a man of God should behave. <laughs> you came with your own expectation that, okay, he has to come out. Then when he comes out, I say, uh, what is your problem? Then after you, then he will maybe do some for you. He will make you kneel down. Pour some oil on you, lay hands on you, ask you to bring certain things, seven cows, fifteen chickens, like some long list, float down water, some candles. And then you know that aha. Baby, I made read your BBC. But you just come and then the person just pray with you a simple prayer. Then you seem to be disappointed. So me, anyone who had come to me directly to the office who isn't from this church, the first thing I tell the person is that don't expect that I will do anything straight. Anything you were watching or you heard about me, we didn't do it by selling oil. Neither did we do it by any straight thing. And so as you have come here, please, if you came with that expectation, I don't do that here. I am just going to pray a simple prayer for you. And then you go and see your miracle. That's all. I always try to tell them. Yes, if I clap, you do that better. 
And everyone that God has used me to be a blessing to, I didn't do anything extraordinary. I didn't do anything extraordinary. Just a simple prayer. And the God who answers prayer is always on point to answer us. Amen. Oh, amen. So tell somebody that don't come with your own programmed expectation. Don't expect your pastor to behave like someone you saw somewhere. Or where you are coming from. Some of you are coming from a certain church and you are carrying the styles and the ways of that pastor into this church to expect that it should be done that way. It doesn't work like that here. God works with everyone in a very different way. Very, very different way. I was telling the pastors, one man of God, if you pray for you to be healed, he will hit you. <laughs> he will kick you. Then you see the cripple is now walking after the boots. Yes, in America. His name was called Jaco. Go read about it. He can, he, he can punch you in the chest. Boom, like that. Then your madness just leaves. See that the madman is now fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. So imagine you, you, you have met that kind of man of God. And you're expecting that he will come to you like Pastor Chris. Receive it. Oh, please. He will slap the demon out of you. <laughs> Amen. Yes. That's his own style. <laughs> and so, listen to me. Always observe the way God uses your man of God and decide to flow with it. And you'll be blessed. Decide to flow with it. There are men of God who will call you and tell you stories about yourself and it will work for you. There are others, they don't work like that. They will just stand at home and God is doing something. Others too, they'll just lay hands on and that's all. Others, they'll hardly lay hands on you. They will teach you the word of God and pa, you are fine. <laughs> it's just the teachings and you are getting blessed. The way God uses it. And all those people, their members are getting blessed. You get it. Others are selling green oil. I heard of an oil that you hang in your room. And as it's catching the witches, it's getting finished. <laughs> it is a supernatural magnetic oil. Super magno. Super magno oil. Yes, because the oil is selling them. It's any demons wow how many of you like that oil <laughs> I'm, I'm looking for some for you how many of you know that oil is liquid just that the viscosity in science you learn something called viscosity Friction that exists between liquids. You get it? Now, it's the viscosity that the, the, the friction, you see, water, when you pour water, it goes because the viscosity is not high. The uh, friction among the molecules of the water is not high. 
But when you take porridge, it is thick. So we say it is viscous. In other words, it has high friction. The molecules, they don't move fast like normal water. They move slow because of the friction that exists between the molecules. Are you, are you listening to me? Alone chep wave on. Oh, Shaona. Those of you who don't understand, God, I just said the Lord should bless and increase you. <laughs> Hallelujah. You see, so, <laughs> what did I even say before I went to that, that example? So, the oil you are going to hang, it is liquid, just like water is liquid. And just that, it has high friction among the molecules. Oh, it is thick than normal water. And so, every liquid goes through evaporation when the temperature you understand it, it interacts with the atmospheric condition. So as you have hung it in your room, the temperature in your room as it changes, the molecules in the oil, when they gain heat, they become lighter. Then they escape through the opening of the bottle. Like the way water escapes from your bowl when it changes temperature. So with time, no matter the liquid you open, with time it will reduce. With time it will reduce. It's just a matter of time. And so as it is reducing, because what I said is that the Lord is increasing you. <laughs> because you didn't do, you didn't go to school, so they tell you that it's catching witches and you believed it. But it is just the liquid that is just escaping into gaseous state. Ask the one by telling that have you seen that school is important? Have you have you seen? Yeah, you see, school is important. Let me preach. <laughs> so please, uh, uh, I don't know how I got there, but so don't be deceived by some of these things. People who minister in several different ways. Thank God for their style. Just know how God uses your man of God and be connected. It may just be, see, sometimes when I watch Bishop Wedepo and most of the night, it's just declaration speaking into the air and people are receiving it and testimonies are happening. Don't come down to touch anyone. He won't give you anything. So those who know that as he's speaking, it is going to happen. They take it serious and they get the blessing. Others who are coming from another man of God, one day that they will be called and say, come forward. I've entered into a green store. When I entered, I saw one old woman by name Ya Santua. Do you know any Ya Santua? Clap your hands, clap your hands. You see, that is another way someone also operates. So, if you go to Bishop Oedipo with that expectation, you will get nothing. If you go to Pastor Otabel with that expectation, you get nothing. If you go to Bishop Dark with that expectation, you, get, you say God hasn't called them. Do you get it? Meanwhile, God is using them to 
bless thousands of people. I'm telling you. So, the lesson from this particular place is that just observe the man of God who is ministry at that time and get to know his style and how God is using him and just connect. That's all. Just connect. Just connect and you'll be blessed no matter who the person is. Clap your two hands for them. And so, when the servant advised Naaman, Naaman listened, went back, and then fell into the water seven times. Then the Bible says that immediately his skin changed and it was restored. The leprosy left him and he started looking like a new baby, the skin of a baby. That means very, very fresh. Not like an old man. Yeah. Just by obeying the prophetic direction. And so now, I'm going to talk to you about certain things. What does leprosy signifies? Number one, leprosy is an attack on the health and the strength of any man. Once you catch leprosy, it's an attack on your health. And so if the devil sends any sickness into your life, it is like you, are, you, are, you have been attacked by the spirit of leprosy. It will eat you up. I don't know the kind of sickness the enemy has sent into your life. It may have different names from different doctors. But I declare that may God roll that thing out of your life. May God take away that situation out of your life. Because leprosy is a sickness. And anytime the devil wants to consume your money, destroy your life, he will put the spirit of sickness on you. So leprosy represents sickness that is against your health and your strength. I declare that from now to the end of this year, every sickness packaged from hell, directed to your house, let it escape in the name of Jesus. Let it cross over you in the name of Jesus. What does leprosy signify? It's an attack on your beauty and your dignity. Leprosy is an attack on your beauty and your dignity. In other words, whatever the devil does to you, that takes beauty from your life. That takes glory from your life. That makes your life look other than beautiful. It is a spirit of leprosy at work. Like Naaman was an honorable man. Yet, the Bible says that, but he was afflicted with leprosy. So when the devil attacks you with a spirit of leprosy, he attacks you with things that makes you look disgraceful. Things that doesn't make you look nice or doesn't make your life look nice. I declare upon everyone here that anyone the devil has attacked you and is destroying your life, may that work of the enemy come to an end in the name of Jesus. Your amen could be better than that. You see, the reason why God uses my words a lot than me touching people is because so many years ago, when I was around somewhere, either secondary school or, yes, I think maybe secondary school, the Lord showed me a vision. And in the vision, I saw that there was a, a, a shop and armed robbers were looting the shop. When we say looting, they were taking everything out of the shop. They were taking everything, stealing everything out of the shop. And I was standing by, and the Spirit of the Lord spoke to me that, why am I watching? As you speak, when I speak, it will, it will happen. So I opened my mouth, and I spoke against them. 
and immediately what they were doing came to an end. They stopped and fled away. And the Lord spoke to me from that day that from today, be careful how you speak and what you say. Because as you say, you will see it. Did you hear what I said? So from that time, anything I say on the lives of people, it easily has manifestation. It easily comes to pass. Especially those who believe in it. And that is why, if you don't understand why sometimes I can stand somewhere and be saying something and it's happening somewhere, it is because so many years ago, the Lord commissioned me into that place and gave me a gift that as you are speaking, is happening in the lives of people. So whatever I hold the microphone that I say or I speak to you about, when I declare it, you better receive it with a better amen, a resounding amen, because it will happen to you practically if you believe. Put your two hands together for the Lord. So anything that attacks your beautiful life, I command it to come to an end in the name of Jesus. Anything that takes away beauty from the work of your hands, takes away beauty from your destiny, I command that thing to come to a stop in the name of Jesus. What does leprosy mean? It signifies an attack on your potentiality and your capability. An attack on your potentials and your capability. What does leprosy see? Naaman had potentials. He could have done more. He could have done more things. But because of leprosy, you see, if you have seen people who are lepers before, they can't do some things. They can't do some things. Because their hands are chopped off by the disease. Eaten by the disease. If it's their legs, their legs, they can't do what normal people are able to do. Now, if you are suffering from the spirit of leprosy, you are unable to live to your full potentials. You are unable to do the things that God really ordained you to do. You are, you are unable to do what others are doing so easily. Others are doing it without sweat. But you try to do it, it's not working. Because there is a spirit that is, is making you incapacitated. That is robbing you of the ability to perform. But I pray upon everyone under the sound of my voice. Let that devil's activities come to a stop in your life. Whatever you are struggling to do from today, receive grace to perform. Receive grace to do that thing. Every spirit of leprosy that is attacking your potentials, that is attacking your potentials and your capabilities, I command that spirit to be cast out of your life. Receive it in the name of Jesus. It's also an attack on your opportunity and assignment. If you see a leper, a leper cannot be given opportunities. You will not employ him. You will not give him opportunities. If you are looking for a married partner, you realize that he's a leper. You will not marry. In other words, they lack opportunities. So the spirit of leprosy, when it invades your life, it will rob you of opportunities. Some of you, hardly do you get a chance in anything. Hardly. It's like everything you have to struggle. Whereas others just get a phone call. They go and drop their letter and it's over. You will apply and apply. Nobody is there to help. You, it's, it's as though you know no one. Meanwhile, if you enter into your family, there are people there. Pa. But you lack opportunities. I pray that every spirit that is eating up your opportunities, that is making you stranded in life, I bring their work to an end in the name of Jesus. I bring their work to an end in the name of Jesus. It's an attack on opportunity and assignment. 
what God has assigned you to do, the work that you want to do. It's also an attack on your prosperity. How will you work to prosper? How will you be able to do something productive with your life if you are suffering from leprosy? So spiritually, if the spirit of leprosy attacks you, it, it destroys your finances. Like a physical leper, you use all your money to, to, to heal and it doesn't go. Most people who suffer leprosy is like an incurable disease. Yes, it's a curse. Gehazi and his children or his, his, his generation were cursed with that same uh, um, um, sickness. And so, it's an attack on prosperity. It, it drains money. So now, anything the devil is able to place in your life, that makes sure that money doesn't come into your hands or money doesn't stay or you are not able to do anything productive with your hands is the spirit of leprosy. Lift up your right hand. Say, oh Lord, deliver me from the spirit of leprosy. Any spirit that is attacking my finances. Any spirit that is attacking my productivity. I bring your work to a perpetual end. In the name of Jesus, I declare over your life right now that let every activity that is resulting in poverty come to an end in the name of Jesus. Let it come to an end in the mighty name of Jesus. Whatever is rendering you poor, whatever, whether it be delay, whether it be frustration, whether it be hard work, no resource, you keep chasing for opportunities and nothing seems to work. I command as a prophet over your life, let that issue of inactivity and unproductivity come to an end in the name of Jesus. Put your two hands together and shout, I am free. So the spirit of leprosy is able to attack your finances. It also attacks your spirituality. It's an attack on your spirituality. It's an attack, number six, on your spirituality. It's an attack on your spirituality. It's an attack on your spirituality. And you have to pray. You see, anytime you see that you are dwindling in the realm of the spirit, you seem to be reducing. Don't, don't think it's a normal occurrence. Do you, do you get what I'm saying? It's not a normal thing. It is the spirit of leprosy at work. When leprosy comes on the hand of someone who has long fingers like me, it will eat it gradually till when you meet the person, the person's hand will be like this. Oh yeah. Is there anyone here who followed me to the leprosarium some years ago? I think none of them is here. Some have gone to school. Others are in other branches now. We've been to a leprosarium before. Rescue. But then we're in the church. Just a fellowship. The wager leprosarium. You want, one of these days, don't chop all your chicken alone. Put something together and visit them. To go and feed the lepers. And you will see, when we say, Jesus healed a leper, you see a leper. All their fingers are chopped off by the disease. A boom. A boom. A boom. The feet. Like wherever leprosy ever cannot now. Now that is the spirit of leprosy. Now spiritually, when that spirit is at work in your life, it reduces your spiritual intensity. Reading the Bible are far away. 
prayer. You used to pray three hours. When the spirit of leprosy sets in, even five minutes, it's a big deal. You see that it has chewed, consumed a greater part of something that used to be there. It's the spirit of leprosy at work. You used to be on fire for the Lord. And now, no fire anymore. You are so cold. You used to relate with God, fellowship with the Spirit, hear from God, move by the Spirit. Now, you hardly hear anything from God. Those that used to worship, as you are worshiping, you are fellowshipping with the Spirit. Now, you really hardly do that. It's like you have reduced drastically when it comes to spiritual intensity. It's the spirit of leprosy at work. You'll be blaming your job for it. Spiritually, you are becoming a leper. But you are blaming your job. Hey, since I got a job. It's the spirit of leprosy that has attacked you. It consumes your spirituality. It chews your evangelism. Your desire for souls. Your desire for the work of God. Your prayer life. You see that now your prayer life is next to nothing. Those is used to wake up midnight. Now, even four o'clock, five o'clock prayer. You can't do it. Talkless midnight. Those days, four hours of sleep is okay for you. Now, eight hours is not okay. And you are blaming other things. But what you are failing to see is that the spirit of leprosy has attacked your spiritual life. And it's chewing it till there is nothing left for you to be connected to God. And then he finishes you. But I declare upon everyone who is ready for a change of story that let every spirit of leprosy that has attacked your spiritual life leave you now. I declare you are free from their satanic influence. Your spiritual life is bouncing back in the name of Jesus. Your prayer is growing again in the name of Jesus. Your quiet time is developing again in the name of Jesus. Your evangelism is developing again in the name of Jesus. Whatever has been chewed by the spirit of leprosy, it is growing again. Shall I receive it three times? Say, revive me, O God. Say, revive me, O God. Spirit of leprosy. When it comes, it can attack your destiny. Number seven, it's an attack on your destiny. What God wants you to become, you'll never become it if you're attacked by the spirit of leprosy. But what was the solution? Five minutes. What was the solution? Number one, how was Naaman able to overcome the spirit of leprosy? That's how you'll be able to overcome. Number one, meekness. The key of meekness. When we say meekness, it goes a bit beyond humility. Meekness has to do with a teachable spirit. Having a teachable spirit. That means that it's not everyone that you can easily call and talk to about something that the person is doing and the person will accept it and change that means the person is not meek. Do you, do, do, do you get what I'm saying? Ask the one by you. Are you a meek person? That's what the Bible says in Matthew 5 verse 5. What did he say? He says that blessed are the meek. For they shall inherit what? The earth. In other words, they will stay on this earth. 
Why? Because when you teach them how to survive on the earth, they will listen. <laughs> but those who are proud, they are doing something. Say, listen, this is not how to lead prayer. Do it this way. Hey, where were you when we started rescue? When did you come down? You have come over here. You have come to tell me how to do evangelism. You are not. You are not meek. When we teach you, it's not possible. You are not a teachable person. Ask the one by you. Are you teachable? Can we correct you? Always look at how you behave when you are corrected. You see, there are some of you like I'm even afraid to try to correct. Like I'm afraid. Like I'm afraid. When, when something about your issue, I have to correct you. It's like I have to use a lot of tactics. Strategy 101. That is the one that you have to, you see, use some different uh, call. How are you? I hope you are fine. No. So, you see, I would like to talk about that. It's a say I'm afraid of you. If your pastor is afraid of you, you are not a teachable. You are not meek. You are, you are not meek. There are some I can just call and say, Hey, Charlie, I hear that you are, you are doing this. You better stop it. I know they will listen. I know they are meek. Once I say it, you know, they will do something about it. There are others I have to just sit down and, and ask, How is your grandmother? Grandmother is fine. What about the dog in your house? Is the dog still barking? Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, okay. What about the mango tree there? The mango is bearing fruit. Uh-huh. Yeah, I want to talk to you about something. Why should it be so? Why should it be so? Meanwhile, I am going to account for your soul in heaven one day as your shepherd. And yet, I can't speak into your life. The number one key that wrote away leprosy from the mighty Naaman was meekness. Verse 3, the Bible says that a slave girl told him, if you can go to my hometown, there is a certain man they can heal you. And he didn't say, how dare you? You see, some of you, you are a leper. When we say you are a leper, you are angry. You are a leper. You say we shouldn't say. What you are doing, we can all see. We say that, listen, you are doing this. Neymar, you are a leper. The young girl says you are a leper. So go for healing. You are angry. But grace of God, Neymar didn't become angry. He listened to the young girl because what the young girl is saying is true. He has actually done it. He actually has it. There are signs showing. The symptoms of leprosy show. Then immediately, he journeyed. Meekness number two, when he got there and he became offended with the prophet because he came with a programmed expectation. How the, the, the fetish priests in their hometown have been performing. So he thinks that that's what this prophet too will do. And the prophet said, just go and bath in the water. When he was going, his servants came back to him and told him that, Master, if he had charged you, asked you to do something super ordinary, you would have done it. And this one is just go and wet your body. Just go and wet, you'll be fine. And the Bible said, he listened to his servants. An army general who listens, he has the characteristics of listening to servants. That's what wrote away his leprosy. If you will begin to listen 
that thing that you think, I, I don't know what's happening to me, or like, like this demon, I'm trying to stop it, I'm trying to stop it. Listen, all you need is to listen to counsel, 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 sound counsel, and you have overcome. I'm telling you. You'll be able to overcome it. It looks so impossible for you to be able to do it, but it's because you are not listening to the voice God has put around you. It would have been a snap of a finger. You would have been able to do that thing you think is not possible. That miracle can happen if you only you will listen. I'm telling you. That miracle can happen. He said, roll away spiritual leprosy from your spirituality. And we are teaching you, okay, do your quiet time. We will rise up and pray. If you are angry that we have called you, I'm awake, I'm awake. I'm awake. We are calling you to pray. I'm awake. I'm awake. You are, you are asleep. You are angry. You don't have a teachable spirit. Meekness was the number one key that rode away. Key number two. No, do you like what I'm talking about this evening? Otherwise, you can't overcome the spirit that is consuming. Because we have, listen, your money keeps going. And you are not listening to the teaching of, 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 of Titan. We are telling you that if you don't tight, you'll be poor. And you, you wonder why there is an attack on your finances and nothing is working. And your money keeps with you. It's because you are not tightening well. And we are teaching you how to tight. You say you listen. You are not teachable. Teachable. I declare that may God imbibe in our spirit a teachable spirit. A teachable heart. It's possible. Tell somebody it's possible. Number two. Number two. An encounter with the anointed. One thing that rolled away the leprosy from Naaman was his encounter with the anointed. Listen, if God brings you in touch with an anointed person, don't take it lightly. Don't play with it. Any opportunity you have to come to church to meet the anointed of the Lord in the house, don't downplay it. Because it can bring an end to any spiritual leprosy in your life. How how did God save them? The Bible says, by a prophet, he delivered them from Egypt. And by a prophet, he preserved them. So listen, what you are going through, it is through your man of God that God will bring you out. That's how God has made it. The Bible says, in that day, the burden shall be lifted. And the yoke shall be broken. Why? By the anointing. And you have met a man carrying the anointing. And you don't want to submit. When Naaman submitted to the words of the anointed, bam, leprosy was away. Tell the one by you, submit to the words of the anointed in this house. Submit to the directions of the anointed because the anointing on his life can break that yoke for you. Tell someone that we are not the same. We are all Christians carrying, but we are not the same. Yes. Some of us are in an office for you. We are there for you. <laughs> this week, I think that God's way came to tell me something. 
I was reminding me of something I told him during, is it travel? Was it travel? When? When was that? One of the programs we, we did. And according to him, I ministered to him. And after I ministered, I told him that, listen, somebody powerful in his house that is very powerful, who has a say in his destiny, is going to die. You remember? You also remember? Me, I've forgotten. Me, I don't remember. He came to me. The reason why it was spoken was the anointing operating. Not me. Me, I've forgotten. I don't even remember. So when he <laughs> spoke to his family members, I think whether last week or so, then he was told that the custodian of the altar is gone. He said he didn't believe it, so he called other people to investigate. That Charlie, you mean this man is gone? And tracing and checking, realized that it's around that season. He didn't know. Why? Because an anointing spoke. An anointing spoke. An anointing spoke. So don't joke with the anointed in the house. Don't joke with the anointed. If you joke with the anointed, see, the anointing that I carry is for you. Say, my pastor's anointing is for me. It is for you. It's, it's for you in the sense that it is to benefit you. Do, you. do you get it? But a lot of people may not benefit from it because they are not receiving it. They are not. They are not receiving it. The Bible says that by the anointing, the yoke shall be broken. I declare that every yoke you have carried for all these years, may it be broken tonight. By the anointing over my life, I declare that may you be a benefactor. May you be a benefactor. May you benefit from the anointing of my life. May people not come and get it and you are here and not you. May people not come and get it and, and then you are right here. You that's why. Because you are playing around the anointing. So it was through an encounter with an anointing. Isaiah 10, 27 and Hosea 12, 13. Number three, compliance with prophetic instruction. It was through obeying prophetic instruction. What the man of God told him, he obeyed it to the latter. They said dip seven times. He didn't dip six times. And left the one. He dipped seven times. What the man of God said. You see, it is not enough to come to the anointing. It is enough to at least obey what the anointing tells you. Like you have come tonight, I'm teaching you some things. As I was like, ah, why, why don't you let us pray quickly? What are you talking like that? Don't be like Naaman, who had gone to the prophet and expected that the prophet should do A, B, C, D. God works with everyone differently. There are some, they are worse, will deliver you before their hands even comes. Yes. I'm telling you, 
Nobody has had encounter with me by the grace of God that I have instructed and the person's life has still been the same. All of them, for where I met them, they are not there. They are not there. <laughs> they are not there. They are not there. If you are still there, then check your teachability. Whether you are obeying the instructions. Amen. Those I told will marry, they are married. Those I told will become pastors and I pray for them, they are becoming pastors. Those I told that God will give them jobs, he's giving them jobs. Those I told that even people will die, they are dying. <laughs> Those I told will be healed, they are being healed. Those I told that door is opening for you, a door open for them. So just obey what you are told. Just, just obey. <laughs> just obey. When you come to the anointing, just obey. Amen. You see, sometimes um, it saddens me when a lot of people have testimonies, but when it's time for testimonies, they don't get up. They don't, they don't get up. They rather tell me personally, so it's like I'm the one telling the stories. It has to be told by themselves. There are people who come to my office with all manner of issues that I pray with them. That's all. And then they say that I'm shy. And so others don't know what is happening. Others don't know what, what's happening. Let me, let me share this testimony of Harriet and the husband. You see, after that day when they were attacked at their engagement, that the man was attacked. And the engagement almost came to an end. And by the grace of God, God had to use the anointing on my life to intervene. And the Lord touched him. The wedding continued to the end. Then, other people around them started suffering attacks. The following day, oh yeah, they, they, they were telling me. This one had to now be admitted. This one admitted. I said, yes, it was you who, who was supposed to have been admitted. Then, the Sunday, they were supposed to come for Thanksgiving. A broken mirror from nowhere, as they were preparing to come, landed on the feet of the man, on the foot of the man. The part that landed was the pointed part. From the place where it fell from and landed, it took the leg. The leg should have cut like that. There should have been a cut. Deep one. Because on your foot, a broken mirror that is sharp, would have cut. There would have been a cut there. But according to the man, they, they were even surprised because the thing landed like that, but, but no cut. No cut. No cut. And they were saying, hey, what sort of miracle? And they know it's a miracle. They knew it's a miracle. But they were shy to come and say it. They knew it's a Why? Because a hand has been laid upon them the Saturday. A hand was laid upon them. That directed the arrow away. So when the second attack came, the leg has been made like iron. It hit the leg and fell away and got broken and couldn't cut. Is the anointing. The anointing. And he was telling me 
Something is in this world. Something is in this world. If you joke, you joke, you are playing with your life. Tell someone there is an anointing in this house. Only that people don't say the things for you to hear. Where is, where is that girl that makes a lot of noise? Is it that girl? Is it that? That small girl there. She's a miracle. She's a miracle. She's a miracle. If their mother tells you how they go to church, they go to church. After now, they are fighting them. They go to church. There's a church they go. How they've been relocated to this place is not by evangelism, the anointing. God appeared to her and showed her that she should come to this church. That's how come she came with her stomach when she was coming. Nobody invited her. She had a dream that she should come here. And she came. You are here. You are looking elsewhere. <laughs> and, and, when, and before she came, she would keep having dreams hearing things and all that that the girl cannot see, she can't talk all sorts of things, she will die like she can and always both she and the child were supposed to die because with the thing in fact if she tells you her dreams you will know this one it won't work, this one but you see it took midnight I had to be awake midnight praying for her praying over and over before pam, the anointing opened and the baby came. And all the things that she was expecting that the devil would do to the baby. Now, the baby that is not two years, where did he say? Ten months. Now, no, you didn't see Obia. Meanwhile, when she was in the womb, she will tell you. If you, you see, they don't tell their story, they don't share the testimony. They don't share the testimony. The child is supposed to be dumb. Supposed to be deaf. It's supposed to be, even if you give birth, what they planned for her was that a creature she won't even like. Something she won't like. And she will come to my office crying and, and telling me over and over and over. I said, let I'll open the word of God. I'll give her the word. That this is what the word of God is. And I will lay hands on her. I'll pray over and over and over. So the time was up. And now they said they won't let the baby come. Then I have to switch to midnight prayers for her. The last midnight, as around three to four, when the Lord opened my eyes and showed me that she has finally delivered. In the morning, I was with Pastor Eko. We were going to Accra. And then the call came. When the call came, and I told Pastor Eko, she has delivered. I saw it around three to four that day. And then she said, Numwefe, Numwefe. Say the anointing. Because we don't share the testimony. You don't what's going on here. But may your faith be strengthened. You see, so that you can benefit from this simple anointing. So simple. There's no tricks about it. So simple. We teach the word of God. We, we speak into the atmosphere and those who believe it, they benefit from it. Simple. Clap your two hands for them. So simple. So simple. Say the same anointing. 
There are more testimonies. If I say I'm sharing, we won't close. I can pick on all of you one more one. I'll tell you your testimonies that you haven't shared. Oh, should I try? I can tell you testimonies that I know of that you haven't shared. You, you beg. Instead of sharing for God to open more doors for you, you wonder why sometimes things become some way. It's because you don't share what he did. And he asks, where are the nine? Where are the nine? The Bible said they overcame him by their testimony. So we overcome the devil by our testimony. When we testify about one victory, it gives us power over more circumstances that are coming for us to be victorious. I declare that may you enjoy victory in sequence. Receive victory in sequence. Name of Jesus. Compliance. Obey instructions from the man of God. 2 Kings 5.10 He obeyed the instruction. And then John 2 verse 5. Jesus told the people when they were looking for wine, whatever he tells you, do it. So whatever your man of God tells you, some of you, I just tell you, do this. Because I didn't say this is in the realm of the spirit. I just see you. I say, listen, the work you are doing will not help you now. Go and and do this. If you do this, you do this, it will help. Some of you, I look at your relationship and the Lord means this to my heart. And I know, no, no, it's one. He said, do it this. this." If you do this, you won't listen. Some of you, I look at it and say, you go to school. Do this. God will change your work. Do that, do that. You won't listen. Meanwhile, an opportunity. Oh! But because I don't tag it with my fifth eyes is open. And I can see blue, yellow, green. And the blue represents and the, oh. Charlie, I won't be a false prophet because of you at all. I'll keep talking like an old man and you don't listen. Don't, 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 don't listen. <laughs> Those who are listening, they are getting testimonies. That's why people like uh, Pastor Cole, Pastor Inogre, they, they don't joke with me because everything I told them years ago. Everything I told them. Put your two hands together for them. We are going to pray. And I want you to open your spirit. Number four, finally, you need a baptism of the spirit and the word of God. To run away leprosy, spirit of leprosy, that thing that is eating your life up, eating your, your blessings, eating your finances, eating your marriage, eating something from your life. You need a baptism of the spirit and the word of God. How do I know it? The Bible says that he told him, go and dip yourself into water. What's the meaning of water? Water is a symbol prophetically and even scripturally. Water represents the spirit. John chapter 7, verse 37. Hmm? From verse 37, he spoke, come, drink, all of you who are thirsty. By 39, he said, he was speaking about the spirit which they should receive. Amen. When you read Ephesians chapter 5, he speaks about the word of God being water, being washed by the water, by the word. That's it. Being washed by the water, by the word. And so, water is the word of God. They sanctify us by thy truth, for thy word is truth. Sanctified by thy truth. So, the word of God is water. John 3, verse 3 and then 5. You read there, it says that unless you are born of the water and the spirit, the word and the spirit, 
So when he told him, go and dip yourself into the water, he was talking about dip yourself, get yourself involved in the word of God and in the spirit, the Holy Spirit, walk with him, fellowship with him, pray in tongues, be baptized with the Holy Spirit, walk with the Holy Spirit and no spirit of leprosy can work against you. It may be succeeded your mother, it worked against your father, but your case will be different. Why? Because you are immersed into the spirit. And when the devil comes and he sees the fire, you advise himself. When he comes and he meets the word of God, you advise himself. Put your two hands together for the Lord. Rise up to your feet. Let us pray. Let us pray. Let us pray. We are going to deal with some of these things. One, two, few prayers. I know it has rained. And some of you, you need to go and take care of certain issues at home. Some of you, when it rains, your, your room is a pool. If you have that situation, the Lord is changing your sleeping place in Jesus' name. I said, if you have that situation... By the time this year will end, the Lord will change your sleeping place in the name of Jesus. I'm saying that anyone where you are staying, when it rains, water comes there. The whole compound is green, green, some way, so everything is bizarre. I pray for you that before the next three months come to an end, because of you, may your family move out. May God give you a better accommodation. Do you believe it? It will happen for you. Lift up your two hands and begin to wave your hands and, and begin to thank God. Thank God for the anointing that is working for you. Thank God. Thank God. Open your mouth. <speaking in Spanish> Lima mama mama ramano shenele menele mano zenele me kemenele mana ramano shana ramanele mene Oh Jesus Oh Jesus Oh Jesus Oh Jesus Thank you Lord Thank you Jesus Thank you Lord Thank you Jesus Kele mano shana rimano shenele mene rimana la mano zenele me Every spirit of leprosy that is fighting your life, that is taking your health, your strength, every spirit of leprosy that has attacked your beauty and your and your dignity, any spirit that is eating your potentiality and capability, the Lord is bringing your deliverance. Every yoke is getting broken. Every attack on your spirituality, every attack on your prosperity, every attack on your opportunity and assignment, it is coming to an end in the name of Jesus. Oh Lord my God, Lima Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Lift up your two hands. Lift up your two hands. And you are going to pray these prayers, few prayers, but with seriousness. Say, Heavenly Father, as I lift up my voice to pray, 
every spirit of leprosy that is consuming my life that is consuming my future that is consuming my destiny that is consuming my life as I lift up my voice in prayer let your works perish let your works come to an end in the name of the Lord Jesus clap your hands and pray that prayer right now if you understood the message then lift up your voice. If you understood the message, then lift up your voice. If you understood the message, Every spirit of leprosy that is at work in our church, you are a liar, you cannot eat a bad church. We cast you out. Every spirit of leprosy, we cast you out from the church, from the congregation, from our people, from our services, in the name of Jesus. Spirit of consumption. Spirit that consumes, spirit that is up, spirit that consumes, spirit that is up, spirit that consumes, spirit that is up, spirit that consumes, and ye be a ra, and ye be a and ye be a ra, 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 and Lift up your voice and pray against any spirit of leprosy that is at work in any aspect of your life. Father, Jesus, lift up your right hand. And I want you to be very, very serious with me. Yes. We are praying hot, short prayers. Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Any spirit that has attacked my body with sickness. Any spirit that is eating up my health. Gradually, say you are a liar. As I clap and I pray, you are packing out. You are packing out. You are packing out. In the spirit that is waiting to attack me in my body, near my children, near my family. Clap your hands and cast them out. It is happening. It is happening. Every spirit that has attacked your health, that has attacked your health, 
Every sickness in your body, I cast it out. In the spirit of your body, I cast it out. In the sickness in your eyes, I cast it out. In the spirit in your head, I cast it out. In the spirit in your stomach. I cast it out in your abdomen, in your body, hiding in your body. Out now! Out now! Out now! Out now! In the name of Jesus! In Jesus! Mighty name, it is coming out! It is leaving your body. Amen. Whatever doctors have diagnosed you of by the anointing of my life, hey. it is cancelled. Your report is changing in the name of Jesus. Hey. Lift up your hands. Say, my father, my father. My father, my father. Listen, don't joke with this prophetic phrase. Say, my father, my father. My father, my father. Every spirit. Every spirit. Of leprosy. Of leprosy. That is consuming. That is consuming. My dignity, my dignity, my honor, my honor, my glory, my glory, my beauty. My beauty. Say you are a liar. Every spirit, every spirit that is robbing us of beauty. That is robbing of my beauty. In my family, in my family, that is robbing us of beauty. That is robbing us of glory. Glory. Say you are a liar. You are a liar. My story will be different. My story will be different. My glory will show. My glory will show. My dignity will show. My dignity will my show. My beauty will show. My beauty will I show. bring your work to an end. Clap your hands and bring your work to an end. We bring your anger, Lord. Mashallah, what am I speaking of? You are a liar. 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 Whatever is eating up my clothing right now. You are a liar. Right now. You are a liar. Right now. You are a liar. Right now. My glory is showing. The glory of the church is showing. The glory of the people are showing. Whatever wants to consume your dignity, wants to consume your future, your glory, your destiny. Out! 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 Jesus mighty name lift up your two hands I prophesy over your life whatever is consuming your glory it is over I declare by the grace of God on my life that let every activity of the devil stop now devil stop it devil stop it devil stop it
happy. Yeah. Whatever is ongoing in your destiny yeah. that is robbing your beauty, Jesus. robbing your equipment, robbing your dignity, it is over. Yeah. Shout it is over. It is over. Shout it is over. It is over. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. Say, Father. Father. Every attack. On my potentials and capabilities. Oh God. Whatever is not allowing me. Whatever is preventing my abilities. My potentials from happening. Say you are a liar. As I clap and pray. You are losing control, losing control over my life. Over my life. I Listen, your prosperity is connected to what is in you, what yes. God has put in you. And that's how Obebrew has said so. Obia was created to meet a problem, and then you get money for meeting that problem. Yes. Solve a problem and you get money. That's how the world is. You are going to pray. Say, oh God. Oh God. Whatever. Whatever. Is stopping. The manifestation, the manifestation of my potentials, of my, potentials my, capabilities. my capabilities. Say you are a liar. You are a liar. From, today, From today, lose control, lose control over, my life. over my life, my potentials. My potentials. Clap your hands and command it. Command it. Command it. your prosperity oh God whatever is challenging my prosperity whatever is challenging my prosperity open your mouth and give me a love am I with you here and give me a love am I with you pray now against it they will prosper they will prosper Jesus lift up your hands whatever is making you poor I command that thing to retire I force that thing into retirement I command whatever has received an instruction an altar in your family that has received an instruction that is to make sure that you your parents, your your generation be below you uh, all suffer poverty. I command that altar to be destroyed. Yeah. I command their works to be destroyed. I command their influence over you to be destroyed. Yeah. And I declare they are cutting fire. Yeah. I prophesy over hundred people. Yeah. Your prosperity will appear. Yeah. Your prosperity will appear. Your prosperity will appear. Say, I'll not die poor. Say, I'll be, I'll be rich at a young age. I'll be rich at a young age. Come on, prophesy. Say, I will be rich at a young age. I will be rich 
and I'll die a rich person. Say, I'll be rich at a young age. And I'll die a rich person. I will not suffer poverty. In the name of Jesus. Yeah, those who believe it are serious. Lift up your hand. Say, Father. Father. Say, Father. Father. Every attack, every attack on my spirituality, on my spirituality in this month of the Holy Ghost. In this month of the Holy Ghost. Every attack, every attack on my prayer life, on my prayer life, on my all nights, on my, night, on my quiet time, on my quiet time, my morning prayer time. Morning prayer life, say right now, right now, let that attack, let that attack of laziness, of laziness and heaviness, heaviness, every attack, every attack be, broken be broken as I clap. I receive, I receive fresh fire, fresh fire. Fresh fire. Let that devil uh, stop it to work. Clap your hands and receive fresh fire. You are winning by the spirit. You are walking with the spirit. And you are living, you are winning by the spirit. Let the fire fall. Let the fire fall. Let there be a revival in your life. In your life. In your life. Your spiritual life. Your prayer life. Your prayer time. Your prayer life. A revival. A revival. In your spiritual life. I see the change. the Beloved, thank you for listening to this message by Reverend Prince Lai. If you have been blessed by this message and have not surrendered your life to Jesus Christ, kindly say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you died that I may live. Please forgive me and wash me with your blood. I believe I am a child of God. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. If you have said this prayer, know that your sins have been forgiven and you are now a new creation. We invite you to worship with us on Sundays at Odoko, Adjacent Best Point Savings and Loan, Odoko Market. For more information, please call 0543 248. 982 or 0241-372-895. God richly bless you.